Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to FitChicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn. And my name is Laura Jackson. And today's podcast, we are talking specifically about the top three things that aspiring fitness coaches need to know to be successful. This is like a very exciting topic, obviously, because we deal with so many students coming into our academy, right? Into the fitness and nutrition expert program. They're coming in into the FitChicks Academy and they are so excited. And really these um, these top three things are really coming from, we have this survey that our new students fill out when they're starting in our program. And we ask them like, what are some of the thoughts or the fears that you were having prior to actually starting? So we're actually answering today some of those questions that seem to be coming up. And so I'm excited because this is like real life examples of things that we know people are thinking about. And it's like a common trend that keeps coming up over and over again. Well, and I also think what it really is, it's these these mindset blocks, right? Mm -hmm. We all have these, when we're entering into doing something new, our brain starts to freak out because it hasn't done it before. So it starts to give you all of these reasons why you shouldn't do it. So like, even if you're listening to this right now, you're like, what does she mean by that? Like, if you even just think about like a goal that you have, so let's say like you wanted to, you know, lose 20 pounds or mm-hmm. something big, lose 50 pounds, your brain right away would be like, yeah, I want to do that. Then suddenly there's going to be all these things that are going to come up. Like, wait a second, it's summer. Maybe I should do it later. Oh, I've got this <laughs> wedding. Oh, wait a second, this. Oh, the gyms might still be closed. There's going to be all of this clutter as to why you think you can't do it, but you can do it no matter what the circumstances. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like this. I know that I see this so many times with aspiring coaches, with people who want to get into this industry, it's as soon as they, they, they know they want it, they have that passion. They, they thought, wait a second, I want to become a fitness and nutrition coach. And then you watch as like all of the self-doubt statements. Start it's like a spiral. Up. Yeah. It's like yeah. this spiral that happens where it's like, you're all like, you're at the top of the mountain and you're like so hyped up and you're like, yes, like I finally figured it out. Like this is the thing that lights me up. This is the thing that excites me. This is definitely my path. I know this is my calling. People ask me about it all the time. Like I know that this is definitely the direction I want to go in. I want to be able to do something I love and make money helping other people. Right. How cool does that sound? And then all of a sudden it's like, you start tipping over the edge (laughs) and you start going, but wait, what if, what if this, what if, and here's the three things we're going to talk about today, which is like, well, what if like, I can't find any clients. That's like the number one thing, right? Like what if nobody signs up for my programs? The second thing is like, but, but like, what if I don't know everything? Like, I feel like, oh my gosh, what if I don't have all of the expertise or what if I'm just not ready? Like, what if I take this course, I spend all this time, I spend all this energy and then I still don't feel prepared. I feel like, you know, I'm, I feel like I constantly just need more and more knowledge. Like those are the three main things that I've seen over and over again. And I've had conversations with our um, students coming into our academy and answered these questions and talk them through this because 
these are true thoughts that are coming in on a regular basis. So the first well, thing I think, I yeah. think too, Sarah, I just want to say no, the, one thing, the one thing I think, and I, and I think this is really important for everyone to understand is that if you're having these thoughts, everyone has these thoughts. It's normal. It doesn't, matter, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're thinking about becoming a fitness coach. It doesn't matter if you're thinking about, you know, getting into a new relationship. It doesn't matter what it is. This is the way our brain works. So as soon mm-hmm. as I just know that as soon as I learned that it changed the game for me, because now I can kind of say, okay, brain, like I could see it happening. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Why is this thought suddenly popping up? Mm-hmm. Because all it is, is it what it's just your brain is trying to keep you safe. So it's looking mm-hmm. at what are the things that are going to like, could possibly go wrong. And if you're listening to this and saying, yes, that's me, I highly encourage you to start to write this stuff down, like write down those thoughts that are popping up as they're coming up or as we're talking, if you're like, yes, that is me, because these are the things guys, you might be thinking, oh, well, is it, it's not that big of a deal. These are the things that are standing in between you and your dream life. Yes, it is a big deal. Like yeah. it's a huge deal. These thoughts are the exact obstacles that are standing in between you creating the life you want, the body you want, the money you want, the business you want, all those things. It is a big, big deal. So don't overlook this. Like we're just talking about, oh, these are things you need to know. These are things you need to get past if you want to get to that goal of becoming a fitness nutrition coach. And we're here to help you do it. So preach. <laughs> it's big though. It. It's, it's, no, it it's is. Sneaky, I love it. Right? I love the way you, I love the way you said it. Cause it's absolutely true. It's like our thoughts can be our friend or our foe. Like our, what we think and what we believe can either help us or hinder us. And it's 1000% accurate. And we need to get to a position in our lives and a place where we can start using our thoughts as powerful tools to be able to move us forward. And it's practice and it takes time. But by doing that exercise of writing it down and getting it out of our brain so that we don't just sit there and think about it over and over again, but it's actually out of our system. It's such a good exercise to just release and let go. So going back to like the first thing, finding clients like is going to be impossible. How will I ever find clients? Like this is like the number one thing. And here's the thing, like I remember, and this also goes to the same thought of like, well, what if people don't like my program? What if I suck? What if I can't do this thing? Well, right. I remember when we started Fit Chicks Bootcamp way back in 2008, these were the same thoughts that Laura and I had. I remember us sitting down having conversations like, what if nobody signs up? What if they show up and they hate it? What if they never come back? What if? And, and we went through all of these what if scenarios, but then we stopped ourselves and we had to say like, we're going to just do our best. And what happened was the cool thing is, is like, even though when we first started teaching, we taught like awkwardly in tandem together, teaching classes, so awkward, don't recommend it. Um, But even teaching that way, they were coming back for the next class. They were bringing their friends to the next class. They loved it. And we just realized very quickly, like, wait a second, the only person that was doubting this was ourselves. So we had to let go of that doubt. We had to let go of that fear. And we had to recognize that like, wait a second, these people are loving this session and they're loving this energy and they're loving everything and they're getting results. And so we need to keep delivering on that and keeping that mindset of focusing on them and not us. And that was really like a huge piece. Completely, completely. And I think, you know, I still remember those conversations that we had Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was because these are the stories we get told, right? Like, or you might say to someone, I want to become a fitness coach. And they're like, oh my God, there's so many fitness coaches. It's such a saturated market. (laughs) It's such a saturated market. Why would they hire you? They're not going to hire you when they could go to a gym. And then that little sneaky thought again, will play on you saying, oh, and the thought is coming up. Finding clients is really hard. Finding clients is really hard. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. When 
so when we were having that conversation, basically we were like, you know what, we're just going to put our stuff out there and see what happens. What is the worst that could happen? And I think, and I just want to say this to everybody, I know that there is a huge culture right now of positive thinking, but there's also a culture of toxic positivity. Uh So you don't want to be positive all the time. When you're doing something uncomfortable, you want to feel nervous. You want to feel scared. You want to have some doubt, but you want to do it anyways. That's the difference, right? You don't just want to sit here and be like, I'm happy. Things are great. Everything's amazing. It's going to work. Yay, yay, yay. And then just keep in that zone. No, you want to know that, okay, these things are going to happen and I'm going to do it anyway. So for us, we were like, we could put this up. It could totally blow up It fail. It could suck. No one could sign up and we're going to do it anyways. And the, the, like Amanda said, the cool thing and the gift of doing it anyways, is that suddenly you get one client, then you get two clients, then you get 10 clients. Then before you know it, you've changed that thought of finding clients is so hard to finding clients is not as hard as you think. And that's what I will say to everyone in our Academy, right? Mm -hmm. When they come to us and say, I'm new, I don't know how to find clients. It's like, instead of they're looking to me to tell them or us to tell them. And the first thing I would say back to them is, okay, tell me right now off the top of your head, five ways that you think you could get clients. Mm-hmm. And they come up with such amazing ideas. It's just that we, we sit in our fear and our doubt and we don't tap into our, our amazing wisdom and knowledge that we already have inside of us. And really that's what business is, right? It's trying things and failing and trying and failing and trying and finding what works. Then trying mm-hmm. and failing, trying. it doesn't stop, but that's the fun of it. You just have to know though, that it doesn't mean anything about you. And that's why I think a lot of people, again, it's like, the finding clients is so hard. It's a, also, they think they're not going to like me. It's not about you. It's just about getting your message out there and getting people to see you. Exactly. And just, and just building a connection, I think is the other piece, right? Like when you're thinking about like, okay, I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to talk about the thing and I'm going to do the thing with your clients that you already have show up for them and build a connection with them. Because when you build a connection with them, now you're going to have lifelong clients. And on top of lifelong clients, they're going to tell everybody else how amazing you are. And that's really like when we think about our business and you think back to, you know, our very first class in Forest Hill, Laura, when we were teaching in uh, Winston Churchill Park and like we had the seven women sign up to our first class. What happened after that was like, we created such a strong bond and such a strong community within that class that literally they were like, oh, can I bring my sister to test this out? Can I bring my aunt to test this out? Can I bring my neighbor? And because we had such a good relationship and it created such a good bond, it became a community to the point where once I started teaching even at other locations, I remember like my community became so strong that they started working out together outside of class. It was like, and that was kind of like the dream, right? Like that's what you want to create. You want to create this connection that is so strong that it's like, it's just everlasting and people want to continue with you and they want to keep bringing more people into that community because it's so powerful. Well, and I think one of the the things is too, as a new and aspiring coach, when you want to be a coach, you look at all these people who are already doing it and you think they have this secret sauce or the secret knowledge that you don't have. Uh-huh. Guys, we're here to bl- to bl- bust that myth because <laughs> no one does. Every, what works for one person does not work for someone else. So for example, True. one person might find all their clients on Instagram. So I was talking to one of our students from the Academy. She's crushing on Instagram. She's, you know, doing posts. She's doing, um, 
live workouts in the live. She loves it. It's a channel she loves and she's getting so many clients from it. Then we have another student who's not getting any clients from Instagram. It's like, what's going on? I'm not getting any clients from Instagram, Mm -hmm. but she's finding now that she's doing um, Facebook lives and things like that. And she's getting people who are now more interested in her and she's posting up, putting up posters in her community and that's working for her to get clients. So you've got to try different things and you've got to, you've got to really just not look at what other people are doing and think that there's one specific way that works for everybody. There's definitely, there's like, you know, there's a strategy, there's strategy that you have to understand about business, but then you got to go out there and you've got to test stuff. So, and that's the, the, like you were saying too, that's the first step is getting the clients in. And then as you have the clients in, you show up, you treat them amazing. You give them great workouts, you give them great results. And then they just start re- recommending people. And then that's when the machine really starts going, right? Exactly. That's when it's just fire. <laughs> yeah. So that's our, that's our, that's our first. So if you're having that thought, finding clients is so hard. Like if I become a coach, where the heck am I going to find these clients? Finding clients is not as hard as you think, mm-hmm. but you do have to just get out there, get over your self-doubt, put out your, put out your classes, put out your personal training, tell one person, tell two people, tell three people, and then it will start to build. Agree. Now, the second thing that we want to talk about that is in terms of the top three things aspiring coaches need to know. The second thing is that you do not have to do all the things all the time. Now, what I mean by that is Oftentimes we see people starting out and they think, okay, well, I'm going to have to like offer bar classes and, um, you know, a step program and a boot camp, and I'm going to have to offer a walking program and I'm going to have to do all of the things. I'm going to work with kids and I'm going to have to work with seniors. I'm going to have to work with, you know, anybody and everybody because I'm just starting out on my journey. Like I'm going to not say no to anybody. I'm going to open my doors wide open and just be like, I do everything. The problem with that is that when you are offering so many different services, so many different programs, it gets really confusing. I always think of it like a menu. Laura, you know how I feel about like when we go to a restaurant and I see a menu and they have like 20 pages. The first thing I do is I just like look at, like I hope that they have a picture or something and I just choose whatever the picture is, right? Yeah. It's so it's so weird, but it's totally true. That's 100% accurate of how I am because I get really overwhelmed with so many offers. So many opportunities really overwhelms me and I just want it simplified. When you are offering all of the services just like that, think about even gyms. And so I can think of a gym here in Toronto that did that where they had like so many classes at the same time that I was like, I can't go to your gym. <laughs> Like I just can't. It's too much. It's too much to choose from. It's too overwhelming for me. And then that's what happens with people is they can't make a decision. So if you're trying to offer all of the services, my recommendation for you is to instead take a step back and go, what do I really connect with? What really makes sense to me? What do I want to be known for? What do I want to be an expert in? And then expand on that. And, you know, even with our fitness and nutrition expert certification, we offer you to get certified as a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and wellness coach within that one certification. It's a one-stop shop. But the reason why it's all of those things is because they all complement each other. It's not about giving all of the different tools. It's about giving you the tools to complement one specific program that you're going to build out. And that's how you become successful in this industry. Well, and I think that that is something too, like we're saying, you know, when you're wanting to get into fitness coaching and you're just, you get overwhelmed before you start because you think I have to offer everything from the day I start. Uh And again, the, the magic guys is actually in constraint. And this is something Uh Amanda and I, 
are still trying to do. (laughs) We practice on a regular basis. Like we have so many ideas of things that we think would help our students and that would help our clients and that would help our academy. And we want to do them all yesterday. And the thing is with business is there's no deadline. It's like, it's like life, right? It's fluid. There's ongoing. So there's time to do it. We obviously put it, we, we write them all down into like our idea basket. And then we put them aside because we're like, we don't want to forget about this, but Mm -hmm. we need to constrain because the thing is, is that not only will you end up getting burnt out because if you're thinking about becoming a fitness coach and you're already feeling overwhelmed, you're already burning yourself out. You don't have to do that to yourself. (laughs) But constraint is also, that's where the magic comes for you to figure out who you are going to be as a coach how your, what your style is going to be, what works for you. Like I was saying earlier about the Instagram and the Facebook and all that stuff. So if you have one thing that you offer to start, so let's say you're going to, you decided I'm becoming a coach and I want to start with a bootcamp program. Uh-huh. Awesome. Or you decide I'm becoming a coach and I'm going to start offering personal training sessions. Don't make it complicated. You don't have to do all the things at once. You can start to get feedback from your clients too, which is the best way to build your business and then build things based on what feels good to you and what feels good for them. Don't start mm-hmm. building all the things. We used to do this. We went from being a bootcamp company, right? That's what we launched as. Yeah. It was Fitchix Bootcamp. We offered a four-week bootcamp program, or they could sign up for the same program for eight weeks. That was it. Simple offer, con- constrained, easy to talk about. Then we started getting into retreats. Then we started getting into DVDs. Then we started getting into online challenges. Then we started we getting into Zumba. <laughs> we, we even tested Zumba, Zumba. We tested yoga. I forgot about Zumba. Oh my God. Yeah. We did. We had, we had our we, yoga, our bootcamp yoga hybrid program. We had every, like we had so many things. And what happened was we were confusing our clients. We were confusing ourselves. We were like, and what? we were making the same revenue. Remember yeah. by offering more services, you would think, oh, now I'm going to have like so many more revenue sources. But what happened was it just, it just divided our revenue. It divided our customers and they just started buying other things instead of buying the main offer. So that's the thing. It's like, you want to be known for one thing and you want to also, you know, again, you want to have knowledge in different areas so you can really be great at that one thing. But this is where too, this is a little side note, but I know a lot of our students will say, but I don't know what I want to be known for. And that is another sneaky thought that really just holds you back as a coach. Well, I'll wait until I suddenly have this, you know, come to Jesus moment. And I learn right away exactly what it is that I want to be. That doesn't happen, guys. You've got to try different things. Cause maybe you want it, you decide I'm going to start as a personal train, launching personal training classes. You do five personal training sessions and you hate it, but what's great. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have, you know, we're going to be doing a podcast on becoming a triple threat coach, but when you have in your toolbox group fitness, you also know, wait a second, I'm going to test out group fitness and see if I like that. And you can evolve. That is where though, like, don't let that thought also try to hold you back of like, I don't know what I want to be known for. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't know right away either that we would transition into online certifications, but we were seeing again, so many people struggling with this because when we were launched just as the boot camp, we were known as group fitness programs for women of all ages and all stages, all shapes and sizes. We were very inclusive fitness. We started attracting like a magnet people to us. And as we, again, made mistakes, we tried different things. We repelled some people, we got new people. And then when we really settled into now, into our certifications that we let go of the boot camps because again, we knew we didn't want to do all the things we wanted to stay constrained and focused. Yeah. So, and what you'll do is when you, when you do that, you're going to make more money. 
You're going to love it even more. And you're going to get so good at what you do that it's going to feel like fun every single day. And you're going to be able to help your clients so much better because you are focused. You're not just trying to do all of the things all of the time. Now, the last thing that we wanted to touch on in the top three things aspiring coaches need to know, this is the third thing that comes up often is people saying to me like, I need to, you know, I need to take this certification and that's, it kind of feeds into what we were talking about earlier, but I need to take all these certifications because I don't feel ready. They feel like they need to be feeling ready before they actually do the thing. Like they feel like I constantly have to keep learning and gaining more and more knowledge and more and more certifications because A, somebody won't take me seriously or B, I won't feel ready. I won't feel prepared. You know, sorry, go on, Laura. (laughs) No, no, you know what I I was just going to say that just made me think of something that's so interesting to me. Like, it's funny how we think that we, we're going to like, we have to be at the place before we can do the thing. Like we have to be confident and ready before we can do the thing, but we never ask ourselves, how do I become confident and ready? So for example, it's like getting married. Like, would you marry someone on the first day you met them? Like there's people out there who have, but usually, you know, you have to date them. You have to go through stages with them. You get engaged, then you get married, right? There's a process leading up to it. If someone said to you, oh, of course I'm going to be a wife today. Mm-hmm. It, they would say, say you're crazy, but we think, oh, I need to know all these things before I can do anything. Like, I'm not going to be ready. I'll, I have to wait till I'm ready. It's like, you've got to go through the, the dating process. You've got to go through dating the wrong people. Then you date the one person, then you figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just so interesting to me how we are built like that. And I mean, I've seen that so much in, in my life too, with like, even, you know, with goals and things like that, like our family, we've talked on this podcast before about us building a seven figure business. They would say to us, you know, what are you talking about? Like you're quitting a corporate job to go teach fitness classes. You're insane. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like, I'll believe it when I see it. And we're like, we see it in our minds. That's why we believe it's going to happen. And we created it. So it's just like, I just find it so interesting that it's like, there's certain areas of our lives that we think that of course it's going to take a while before I get to that place. And there's some places where we think we should have been there yesterday. It is so interesting. It's such an interesting thought. So I challenge all of you that are listening right now to sit back and think like, is that the thought that you have that you should just be like, oh, I'm just going to be ready immediately. Or am I going to be comfortable taking the time to get ready to, to create the path, right? Rather than just jumping into it and assuming that everything is going to be perfect. But if you are in the place where you're like, I'm looking to get certified, I'm looking to start this process. The one thing I would really caution you on, or not caution, that's maybe not the right word, but I would recommend is looking at what are the things that you need to have in your life to make you feel prepared? So even when you think about like, when you're saying like even like dating to marriage kind of thing, it's the same thing even when you're thinking about going to become a fitness coach. It's not going to be something that you are just going to be like, okay, I've read a book, I wrote a test and now I feel prepared, right? That's not going to happen. Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. So really you have to think, okay, what are the elements that I need? I need to feel like I need to understand the theory behind it. I need to understand the science behind it. I need to probably like create something so that like I'm creating and writing and building something so that I feel confident in my skill set of applying my knowledge. I need to practice the thing. Like I need to actually do it 
so that I feel it. Cause I feel like when you do something to you, you feel it so differently in your being versus just knowing it in your mind. Right. No, but that is 100%. Sorry to interject, but yeah. that is 100% of the thing that I, and I think you and I have both been so big on and we have included in our certifications is that so many certifications don't offer practice or practical hours. And some people will, you know, when they come to the academy, they're like, well, you know, do I have to do the practical hours? We're like, yes, you do. And if you don't want to, that's okay. But then we're not the certification for you because those practical hours are what make you amazing. They are game changing guys. Like they are the thing that is going to transform you more than anything you read in a book is teaching those practice classes, getting feedback from coaches and diving in. That is like 100%. If you think about it, when do you ever do something like practice? So say, for example, you're practicing teaching a fitness class. When do you ever do it with the intention of this is my way of practicing my skill set, and then taking a step back to reevaluate that? Oftentimes we just move through things in life, right? We just move through it. And then it's like onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And we never take that moment to take a step back and actually evaluate it and really look at it from a constructive standpoint to say, how can I improve in this? What can I do differently? It's not often that we actually do that. So by being forced to do that thing and being forced to kind of sit back and go, okay, how can I improve in this? And then try it again and try it again and try it again. Now, all of a sudden at the end of it, you're like, okay, now I actually do feel much more confident than the first time. Even though the first time I tried my best, I'm now at a place where I feel so much more confident in my skill set because I've practiced the thing. Well, and I also think it's nerves. I think it's also like people think think I'm going to leave the paper the piece of paper that I'm certified is the thing that's going to make me feel confident. I've got the piece of paper to stand behind me. No, (laughs) what's going to make you feel confident is actually doing the craft. And that is where so many people, why they do all these other programs and certifications, they never end up doing anything with it because they can't get over their nerves. So Mm -hmm. as soon as they actually go to teach a class because they've never done it, they've only done it in theory in their minds. They don't know what to do. They freak out. They get so stressed. Like I know our students too, like they are so nervous before their practicals. It's so normal. They're freaking out. They'll be freaking out in the Facebook group. We see it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a freak out. It's like, oh my God, I'm about to teach my first <laughs> class. What's so great though about our Facebook community, our online community is everyone's so supportive. They're like, I already did mine. Don't worry. I was nervous too. You're going to be great. You're going to, you know, it's, they're there this. to cheerlead each yeah. other on. <laughs> but it's like, but those nerves, like if you didn't have those nerves of getting up in front of a group of people and doing something you've never done before, then you're one of the very few. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like, even though we provide all the workouts, but that's what's so beautiful about practicing is that it allows you to, in a safe space, to try something new, to make mistakes, to work out the mistakes and practice again, like you were saying. And it's like ripping a bandaid off because after you do those four, there's four practice classes. Um, After you do those four practice classes, like people are like, oh, I'm a whole different person. Like I could go out now and teach 20 people, 30 people, um, no problem. So it's yeah. just, it's something that I think is so overlooked and it's not just about, Oh, you need practice to get better. It's like, this is the thing that is going to change you. It's going to change you in so many ways, not just as an instructor and as a coach, but just even you as a person, you're doing something that you probably are terrified of. And that builds up so much confidence. It's crazy. Yeah. So if anyone's listening right now and you're like sweating just by Lori even talking about this, that's normal. (laughs) Just know that that's normal. You know, you might be really nervous even just thinking about it, but it's, but it is, it's one of the most 
it's one of the most important pieces. Even when I think back to like when I did my yoga certification, I remember just the observations um, classes and then the practical classes where we would actually practice teaching on each other and adjusting each other and stuff. That was one of the best learning experiences I've ever had. And then teaching our friends in our living room. Remember when everyone used to come over after work and we would just like hang out and do yoga together. And like, it was just, that was how I learned how to be so much of a better instructor. When I look back at that, I think about over a six month span, just how much I improved. Right. And it's just, you need to put it into practice or else it just, it gets forgotten. It gets lost. Right. So we really need to like practice our craft. So that kind of wraps up for today in terms of the top three things. Like I said, this really comes from a place where, you know, we've heard these things coming into our academy where people are signing up for the program and they're like, this is what I'm, this is what has been holding me back, but I'm not going to let it hold me back anymore. And so we just really wanted to talk through all of those thoughts today. Now, one thing I did want to mention before we wrap up for today is that we have our fitness and nutrition expert certification program opening for enrollment on the 15th of July. And we are actually, this is your last chance to enroll in our certification program at the rate that it's at right now. So just so everyone is aware that's listening as of July 19th, our price is changing. It is increasing. So if you've been sitting here thinking about it, listening to our podcast, looking at our brochure and being like, I need to do this. I need to get certified. I need to take this leap of faith and, you know, finally do the thing and and not let these thoughts hold me back anymore. This is your opportunity because the price will be increasing as of July 19th. So don't miss out on that. Enroll today. Um, You can go to fitchicksacademy.com forward slash FNE brochure to download the brochure or, um, fitchicksacademy.com under our programs where you can learn more about the F&E program and register. You can also book a call, set up a time. We can chat through any thoughts or any questions that you have about the program. So with that being said, we are going to wrap up for today. Um, Have yourself an amazing week, everyone, and we will see you inside the Academy. Have a great day. Bye. 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 coach Michelle and I'm the founder and coach at Wonderland Wellness and I help women over 40 lose weight, balance hormones, bust cravings and get on track and stay there with macros. I was actually 120 pounds overweight eight years ago and the macro calculators that were out there just didn't work. So being the math major that I was, I created a special version of the macro formula and calculator for women with just more with more than just a few pounds to lose so that they can eat more, including carbs, and still lose weight. I have a four-week program called Become a Macro Unicorn where we identify the macro ratio that is right for your body so you can lose weight, balance your hormones, bust cravings, and get back on track and stay there. I graduated from the Fit Chicks program and within three months I had made my tuition back and I got my first client within three months. So it was a one-on-one coaching client that actually paid back my tuition. Over time, I've kind of bounced around and managed 
to land back on macros, which is where I started. When I started with Fit Chicks, I absolutely love helping women reach their weight loss goal, but I found they needed a nutritional framework. Over the time that I've been practicing, there's been so many things that have completely blown my mind. But in the Become a Macro Unicorn program, I think the thing that gets me the most are the women that tell me they can't believe I'm telling them to eat more carbs and they're still losing weight. By the end of the four-week program, everyone has lost weight throughout. I love seeing light bulb moments in young moms when they realize they can play with their kids to work out and that they don't have to spend hours in the gym. And, you know, that goes for the women that are closer to my age, being the grandma that I am and the mother of kids ranging in age from 15 to 24. But one of my absolute favorite things actually was a heartwarming moment when I helped the lady get help for her eating disorder. And yes, this meant she left my program, but the relief on her face when I told her I was able to help her find someone to help her was worth more than any money. My advice to anyone starting their own fitness nutrition business, and this is from experience, is do what you love, even if it's not what everyone else is doing. There's someone out there that needs you to be you. It has taken me a long time to figure that out. Many conversations with Amanda, and I'm extremely grateful for their guidance in helping me be me so that I could help those women out there that truly need their help. Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChicks Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.